What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And a quick reminder, we're in a new month, so make sure to play Yakuza Kiwami and Boltstorm, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. Think about a grade. Be like, I think Boltstorm gets a B and fucking uh, Yakuza gets a Y for yes. Um, yeah. Game of the month is randomly picked. It is uh, Project Zomboid. Make sure to play that as well. We'll talk about that at the end of the month for Game of the Month. And uh, yeah, we have Discord down below. Uh, link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, and if you're listening to us and you want to watch us, check us out on YouTube at Tasty Loot Gaming. Uh, today, we have two topics we're going to go through uh, kind of briefly. Um, I still need to fill out my ballot uh, and uh, vote. Make sure if you are in the United States to be voting uh, as of recording, you don't have a whole lot of time to get that done. No, you probably shouldn't even be watching this right now, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, by the time this comes out, it'll be too late. You should be voting. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. hopefully until 8 p.m. Yeah, hopefully you got that done uh, or you're getting it done right now. Um, and we cannot help you with uh, with with that info in there. So make sure to do uh, some good research and vote. Yeah, this isn't a, a political channel. So. Yeah, exactly. Let's keep <laughs> that shit out of here. But vote. Go vote. Yeah, I'm going to be one of those people. Have an opinion. Yeah, if you want some shit to change and do some stuff, vote. Uh, anyway, yeah. So since I got to get that shit done, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Let's jump into the first bit of news. So first bit of news is, uh, oh shit, Grinding Gear Games, the guys who make Path of Exile have announced that uh, Path of Exile is coming to PS4 this December. There is no exact date of when, just this December, but it's coming out um, alongside their biggest expansion ever, uh, 3.5, which is coming out the 7th of December. Um, it's worth noting this game came out originally on PC in 2013. Fucking how the time flies. It's crazy. And it came out on Xbox in 2017. I actually never got to try that. I probably could have any time since it's free to play. And I didn't. Probably. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here thinking about this going like, I wonder what it plays like on console. I could find out. Um yeah, so uh, well, there's a there's a launch trailer. We should probably watch that first okay. before we get into this. Okay, um, yeah. So we're gonna watch this real quick, and then we'll talk about our impressions of this. I don't know how loud this is. They were right to fear me. Had they not taken my home of fire? I'd not have brought their fears to life. I have not played in a while. <laughs> this is weird. Looks better than I remember, too. One land is like any other. The elements are my allies. The dead are my servants. And fear will be my closest friend. Oh, that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah, it was all like pre-rendered stuff. I was like, I don't remember looking that smooth. I recognize all these places so far. I don't like that. That last one, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember subclasses. Yeah, apparently we've been out of this for a while. Yeah.
Didn't they add all that? <laughs> People who plays regularly are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh yeah. oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. We never played it with that many people. We always just played it with like, I think it was like me, you, and... I think once we played with like a total of three, but it's usually just been played me and Played with you. Josh before. I think we play with Chris, haven't we? I, yeah, I think so. I just I know most of the time. Um, honestly, I've played this solo, but uh, a couple times, most of the time when I have played co-op, it's pretty much just you. Yeah. There's a lot here I have not seen before, and I can tell the newer stuff because how good it looks compared yeah. to the original stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um, trailer, um, for PS4, uh, looked really cool, made me want to play the game. It's a very good trailer. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot better than I thought it'd be, uh, surprisingly, it's a fucking ARPG, so I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but, um. That could also be the, the loot junkie in us going, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and for full transparency, we've actually played this game quite a bit on PC when it came out. Originally. We got to the end content. Uh, we, yeah, it was it was at the end at that point. Um, Very abrupt. The last time we played, I went beyond that part. Um, pretty far into it. Yeah, I'm definitely ahead of you now. Um, and then fell out of it again. It's a game that I can always return to, though. Um, especially with how they um, update it regularly. Yeah. Um, some of that stuff was brand new for me. Uh, the three subclass thing, I, don't, I, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, I wasn't either, obviously. So um, anyway, back to the topic. Uh, come out for PS4. What do we think about it releasing for PS4 alongside of their what they're saying is their biggest expansion yet? And uh, is there any interest in the PS4 version? And uh, did that trailer do anything for you um, even outside of the PS4 version? Because we kind of already talked about that a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm glad more people are going to be able to have an opportunity to play the game. It is a very good game. And especially from um, kind of where it came from to where it is now, I'm really proud of these guys, to be honest. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. It was it was just like a little passion project of a bunch of guys who wanted to make a game they wanted to play. And funny how those are always the games that are fun to play. Starting Warframe. Valley, Warframe. Uh, <laughs> So uh, that's awesome. They were I, I I remember and like we already you already kind of said it, but when this game first came out, we did play it and we got all the way to what was the end at that time. The game literally abruptly ends and warps you back to town as soon as you beat the boss. It was like mm. this very anticlimactic. Yeah, we beat it. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and you could tell like it was still in development. Yeah. So um, obviously uh, perpetually, but uh, very cool. I'm glad. Uh, you know, if they're bringing out what they're calling their largest expansion too, they're still putting a lot of work into the game, which is awesome. And yeah, I mean, you know, what the best part about these kind of games is mm. is the graphics don't ever really have to. Like, you don't have to make Path of Exile too in this case. Path of Exile never looked great to me. It always kind of reminded me of how Diablo two looked, only newer. Yeah. In fact, it's always felt like more of a sequel to Diablo two than Diablo three to me. Um. So yeah, graphically like, and they have increased the graphics over the time it's been out. For sure, but I never play it for that. 
No, and and it's funny because we've even said before, like obviously we'd like like a Diablo four, for example. Mm. But I would also be okay with just a really big expansion for Diablo three, to be yeah, honest. Definitely, because uh, it's still just a fun game. Although um, it is worth mentioning that uh, there are rumors that they were going to announce Diablo four at BlizzCon, and they pulled out last minute because the guys developing it said they weren't ready. I mean, so, which would make everything for BlizzCon make way more sense, but that's all speculation and rumors. Yeah. I mean, if that is the case, it, obviously that sucks for BlizzCon and the the reaction they're getting, but and the people who paid to go. If they're not ready, they're not ready. Yeah. They should have uh done something for those people though. Yeah. They still should. They should have just released the fucking logo and went, ooh, and people are like, oh. We're making it, and it just shut up. Exactly. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. Correct. So, Path of Exile. Uh, All I really have left to say on this is if you have a PC, an Xbox One, or uh, in December, a PS4, try it. Yeah, if you like any ARPGs, I think this one's a must. I think it's one of the best ones ever made. I'm like, I'm not even it's saying, really good. It's yeah. not hard for me to say that. Um, I'm actually kind of excited for this. Um, I've obviously put time in on PC. Um, I watching that video makes me want to go fucking download it right now and play it. Um, and I might because um, the idea of of working on a skill tree and getting loot is always an easy fucking decision for me to make uh, to go do. Um, but I am curious because I've never put money into Path of Exile. I'm not opposed to it i actually would do it if i ever get back into it um (laughs) that i would try it on ps4 i don't know if i would move over to ps4 i think those kind of games play really the best on mouse and keyboard but um but i'm really curious on how it plays on a controller um and obviously i can go play it on xbox and try it out um a lot of the people i play with uh on console typically are all on ps4 so it's easier for me to kind of migrate that way um but I would be really curious to see how it plays. If it plays really well, um, it would be kind of nice. Uh, there, there's something different about you know, like sitting there like a lazy fuck with a controller in your hand playing <laughs> versus like sitting there, you know, especially after work. having to actually sit up like a fucking decent human being and pay attention um, after work. Yeah, I mean that's the big one. Just melting in my chair is fucking so nice. Um, it happens when you get older, kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like you once. I was like, oh, I gotta win. Now I'm just like. Hey. I just want, I'm just going to get through the game. It's fine. <laughs> just give me the loot. I don't care how I get it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm actually really excited. I, I, I'm really excited for the fucking largest expansion. That's a big claim because they've already released some pretty big ones. And I want to see how it plays on PS4. So I'm excited. Um, and I will try it on there for sure. But I will probably stick with PC. I've just put too much time into it. But if more people I know are playing on PS4, be a good incentive to go there. Because the only person I know who plays on PC really is you and we kind of like hop in and out yeah if i had people to play with more regularly it'd be easier to stick with it yeah and i didn't spend that much money on the pc version i just bought the ability to make the guild so oh yeah Yeah. i forgot about that so yeah and i think a bank tab for the guild or something like that would you try it out on ps4 just yeah i would try in fact when you're bringing up um like switching i i don't really i don't think I, i have the same opinion of this game as i would like you know warframe um, I, I, I'm so invested, uh, both like time and financially in Warframe on one platform that I, I, I couldn't even fathom starting over as for yeah, a game like same. this, honestly, if like someone was like, Hey, I'm playing this game, you should play with me. And they you know, were on a different platform. I'd probably still be able to do it, to be honest. Well, and what if they eventually added cross play since that's the big to do right now? <laughs> I mean, if that, cool. if that did happen, that would be cool. Um, but 
even without that, this is a game I start over every time I play it anyways, pretty much. So Yeah, every time we ho- I hop back in, I got a fucking reset that I have to rebuild yeah, my character. So, so. I mean, at that point, I, really, I mean, I would hop, you know, if, like, for example, like, guys in the Discord were like, hey, come play on Xbox. I'm not, you know, I had the free time to do it. Yeah, screw it. I'd pop on there and play a little bit. Mm-hmm. If I don't have gold, I'd probably have to buy gold for that. But, uh, yeah, anyways. It's cool. It's all over the place, and being able to play it on console and PC, um, you know, maybe you'll come home and you'll feel like, like you were saying, you want to do this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're having a good day and you want to. It would be very cool. Probably not the case because people on Xbox would know this already, but it'd be cool if your account was linked. That'd yeah. be fucking dope that because be cool. then you can play it any way you want. And you'd still be able to carry over your your you know characters and stuff like that. Right. But that's wishful thinking. I don't expect them to do that, and I won't uh, either. Assume they will, but it would be very cool if they did. Yeah. Anything else? No. Let us know in the comments what do you think about Path of Exile coming out on PS4? Are you playing it already on PC? Are you a longtime player of it? Did you play it back in the day when it first came out? Have you not played in a while? Do you play it on Xbox? How does it play on Xbox? Let me know because I, I just didn't do it and I should have. Um, and yeah, are you playing on PS4 and you never played it and you're excited to try this? And also, what do you think about these, this uh, big expansion coming out in December? You know, any information on it worth sharing? Let me know in the comments. Second bit of news. All right, uh, so I'm going to go through this as, as uh, quickly as I can, so there might be some stumbles. Uh, just be aware of that. this whole episode stumbly. <laughs> uh, so right now EA has uh, come out and said they have uh, about 1,000-plus people working on uh, a thing called Project Atlas. Project Atlas is uh, a multi-part uh as they would say, the future of gaming for them, and a lot of companies are, are working on similar aspects, and those are, uh, of course, I, I missed already. So it's, they consider it an engine plus services development platform. Uh, as far as the engine aspect of it goes, they uh, are planning on improving the Frostbite engine even more to be comp- more compatible with this, and then all their games would run on that um, through this system. So it makes a more streamlined process for the development and it also, uh, for them, gives them better, uh, essentially graphics is the, is the big pull there because if you've seen anything of Frostbite, it is really pretty looking game usually. Uh, the services front, they want to deepen social uh, capabilities of games. So how you meet up with people online, uh, matchmaking, stuff like that, the, you know, essentially to improve that. Uh, streaming and cloud technology. This is something you're probably going to hear a lot in the future. Uh, a lot of companies are going to go for this. Uh, and eventually it's just going to be the standard. Uh, but essentially they want to be able to make it to where you can play a game in a web browser. Uh, without yeah, they say Assassin's Creed Odyssey in Chrome browser. Yeah, that's something Google's working on specifically right now. Um, but this is another example of, of multiple companies working on this. Microsoft has one, Sony has one, Google's working on one, EA, and it sounded like Bethesda, I think you said earlier, was also. Um, I've heard about three or four different companies like in the last like two weeks talking about how streaming is absolutely coming. Yeah. So um, this is just them officially saying, and they did talk about a little bit at E3 as well, yeah. um, 
that they are really going for it uh, and they wanted to emphasize that you can play on a potato essentially because they're going to be doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, a big part of this that I was unaware of is a uh, AI system, uh, machine learning to make uh, game behaviors change and even things like an, an example they gave is you could be playing Madden and let's say you tried throwing a pass the same way uh, twice and they got intercepted both times the announcers would actually uh, make a comment on how like well if you would have went to this spot instead blah 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 um, and that would not be a programmed thing that would actually be the game paying attention to what you're playing and stuff like that well and how far we've gotten with adaptive like um, like text to speak essentially it's, it's not even that far fetched and I've, no. I've heard a million times that if you get like a thousand lines of fucking dialogue from somebody you can replicate their voice now or we're getting really close to it so it makes a lot of sense and i wonder also if that's going to be not to just jump into this but i wonder no, if that's fine. also gonna be npc behavior in the sense of like if you were playing mad and you do the same move over and over again it's working that the ai will start trying to uh you know work around that like a human being would like when you play a fighting game and you keep trying the same thing against your friend yeah and you have to start learning i feel like it'll do the same they just have to find a way to make sure the ai doesn't because the ai is smarter than you eventually so they gotta put a cap on that so it's not fucking just destroying you well and and then taking over the world in a quote here they said virtually indecipherable from human interaction So so they're trying to replicate how people work yeah um and then uh, this will be interesting for all you creative-minded individuals. Uh, the AI is also going to create music while uh, for their games, and even sometimes it'll be a part of the game for it to just create music while it's going. Um, they also said that a lot of the creative uh, aspects will help developers as well if they decide they want to make a mountain, and AI can help them create a range of mountains uh, saving them time and money. That is pretty much every uh, part of this. Very, very summarized. If you want to read the full article, we got it off of uh, GameSpot. I will try to remember to put it's it. It's all over the place. Just Google um, uh, EA Project Atlas. Project Atlas. Yeah, um, there's a lot to it. So uh, we've you kind of hopped in a little bit, but overall thoughts? Um, it's a lot to take in. So obviously they have a thousand people working on it. So it's not just like a small little project. They believe in it. It's, it's, uh, well, I don't even believe it's like a game thing. I think it's more of an infrastructure. Mm -hmm. The same as somebody starts working on an engine for their company, because that's what they're going to be building everything off of in the future. Um, so that's really interesting. It's a lot of people to be working on that. And also, also is so sudden. There wasn't really a whole lot of buildup to this. And now it's just like, this is what we're working on. And it's going to change everything in gaming, like everything. And if they're doing this, everybody else is doing it. There's no fucking way uh, Ubisoft, Activision, everybody else isn't doing this. Um, So, yeah, uh, where to even fucking start? So, cloud-based gaming makes sense. Uh, They're already slightly doing it right now with the consoles. Next consoles will probably be built more around that. You'll still get physical games guaranteed. I mean, books are still around. So, people want physical stuff, but people also don't mind digital stuff. I'm like a 50-50 person myself. Um, And year-over-year digital sales go up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, The thing that that comes to mind, though, when I think about... um, Playing games on a browser is, I see a future where we're not looking at Sony's way of letting you play games or 
or Microsoft's way. And I'm, I'm saying way as opposed to console because it's easy to perceive to be able to buy a box from them that will allow you to stream. But if we get to the point where you don't need the box anymore, you don't need the companies anymore. So I see a future where EA is like Netflix. I see a future where you sign up for Activision's uh, services, and then you can just play it however you want on whatever you want, which kind of, it, it, it's it's a whole new fucking world at that point. And I will actually kind of miss it, but at the same time, a lot of people like to argue over what makes their console better than the other person's console exclusives. You wouldn't have that anymore. It'd just be what service are you subscribed to, essentially. That's just a lot of individual places. And they're already kind of doing it with Microsoft uh, on Xbox anyway. So I definitely see a future where you're paying for gaming Netflix from the different companies, um, which is, I guess, not as far off as I thought. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself on this, though, because I could sit here and speculate all day. Um, but this sounds like they're going in that direction already. And if, if EA is doing it, everybody else is thinking about doing it. Uh, the AI thing is really interesting as well. Also kind of freaky, um, because I'm a futurist at heart. So when I think about AI, I already have a lot of ideas of things I've read and know how things are going, but in gaming, it's a different thing. And it's going to be interesting seeing the beginning of that in games. And cause it's not going to be perfect when it first comes out, oh, but no. it'll be quick to, <laughs> master because if it's a learning and adapting ai it's gonna figure things out on its own with the help of people around it they just have to you're gonna see the ai trying to mimic how people are and it's gonna do weird shit and people are gonna be posting that on twitter and youtube and all sorts of shit um but it's a good idea because eventually you could just have like multiplayer games where if there's not enough people in the room or whatever, you know, hopefully would have enough because you want a healthy community game. But um, you you could have actual bot support to the point where you can't tell you're playing against uh, bots or not, which is a cool idea. Um, they just have to really, they got to balance that AI to the point where it's not overly good or overly able to best you because then you're going to definitely be able to tell but it's also got to not be stupid because then you're just going to watch it run to walls and shit um the music thing bothers me just because as a music producer myself and a person who's super into music um i've heard so the developers of fl studio i'm sure a million of you fucking as if a million people watch this um already you know know of that program um they were talking about how they are so into wanting to allow people to do whatever they want musically that in the future, and a lot of people are looking at this already, they want an AI to just make music for you. They want you to just think about it and it'll just do it for you. Or if you just click a button and it'll just make a song for you, which really fucking sucks for me in the sense of thinking about the way creativity works. The way they're talking about it's slightly different, but it's still in that same direction. So an adaptive soundtrack playing as you go is pretty cool. But even nowadays, you can hear how artificial a lot of music sounds. It has no fucking soul. It has no imperfections. It's all algorithmic. It's all expected. There's there's not a whole lot of nuance to it, which is a problem I have a lot, with a lot of music. Um, this is just going further in that direction. It's going further in that direction of less creativity, more expected algorithmic music. Um, it's a neat technology. It fucking kills me on the art side, though. Um, 
but it's cool. I once I see it, I'll I'll literally be like, holy shit, this is insane that it's coming up with this on its own. Um, but so far, I mean, outside of its EA, and I'm really pissed at EA right now. Um, so I'm not, I'm just like, fuck you guys. But uh, as a whole, as a view into the future of gaming, this is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Like when you first uh, sent me this link, I read about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, everything's fucking AI. Everything's going that direction. But the further you go into it, the more you can really see that we're going to be taking a huge fucking step. It's not going to be like a little bit here, a little bit there. Like they're working on this with a thousand people and they're probably going to launch it and fucking it'll probably do a lot of these things at first and get better. Oh, yeah. But I don't think we're going to get a little bit here and a little bit there. Like... I think this will be a huge jump in gaming. And uh, I think the next console cycle uh, will be the last of what we expect from consoles, essentially. I know a lot of people have always said, like, consoles are ending. I don't think they're ever going to end. But I think we are, well, in the sense that they are now. They will be very different. But it's going to evolve. But I think the next ones are going to be the last of the traditional consoles. The box you get that you put a disc in and fucking play i think later you're just going to be buying your preferred controller by whatever manufacturer and being subscribed to wherever the fuck uh you know games you want catalog wise whole backlog of old games all the new ones and you're just gonna play like that um and then you know fuck cross play it's it'll be you know whatever you're on anyway uh it's it's this is all really interesting and is obviously getting my fucking uh gears turning so it's interesting I mean, I can't say I'm super stoked on this. I just, it's interesting. No, I would say I definitely am internally conflicted Yeah. Um, on this. And that's probably because, you know, growing up with traditional, um, and then it, I guess the easiest way to word this is we, we, and we've said this before, we're at that age, uh, and I'm sure a lot of our viewers are too. 65. <laughs> where, we look great for 65. Where uh, we have seen... Uh, the beginning of video games essentially and then uh, where technology has brought us now and it's a very strange uh, difference to see at this point so uh, I'm still uh, and you are as well I know the type of person who depending you know if if, depending on the type of game I still want to buy and own that physical copy I do it less with movies these days I don't just don't watch that many anymore but I still buy uh, blu-ray movies I, I i there's something about having that that uh thing on your shelf it's a collector thing yeah yeah i know a lot of people are like why you you, you just gotta put the disc in then it's not for you like and yeah. and i completely understand there's a lot of games like, i'm just like i don't want to put the fucking disc in. i just want to play it but then there's that that there's that fan collector side of me that wants to have a visual representation of me owning it. It's just like right. vinyl, man. Like I listen to vinyl every once in a while, but I will buy vinyl as a physical way to have a collector's uh, item of music that I can listen to, but it, it puts money uh, in the pockets of the people who made it, you know, eventually like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a whole thing, but fucking and it so, makes sense. Yeah. So that part of me, um, it doesn't like this at all. Um, I do understand that it is inevitable. Inevitable. I'm going to choke on that word. Apparently that, uh, inevitable. We're going to be playing all of our games streaming at some point and it will be subscription services. And, um, but only if we want that because Xbox already tried to do an always online console 
and it was locked in. It was, but people and that, then people were like, they, people in Middle America they, can't fucking do that shit. Yeah, but they fucking jumped real big. Um, I think people nowadays would be if they were come out and announce that now, they probably wouldn't get as negative. Sure, we've come a long way. That's how technology works. Yeah. Like at that time, people are like, whoa, whoa, slow it down. Yeah. And even now, I think you would want to slow that down too, just because sure. there are people with bad connect. Like when I stream, I've had people bitch at me because my quality was too high. In my fucking stupid brain, I was like, you don't like high quality fucking streams? And they're like, I don't have the fucking bandwidth for this. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, not everybody is in Washington where. Or California. Or, or California. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like where high end uh, internet is. Well, and, and, and it, that's my, my other part of this is um, this isn't going to go full-blown either because the infrastructure is just not there. It can't. Yeah. yeah. Not yet. Um, There's no standard. Unfortunately, uh, with companies like Comcast and Time Warner, um, the infrastructure is not going to get there very fast either because they keep uh, doing as little as possible for as much possible to to milk uh, milk it as long as they can. So uh, I'm going to keep my opinions on that matter right there, though. <laughs> um, other than that, the music thing I think is kind of, uh, and I'm not even really into music, which is um, kind of crazy. But I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, wow, that's a bummer. Um, oh, I've been following that whole thing for years. It's it's depressing. Just because, uh, and like you, I think most modern music, um, it, it all is starting to like blur and sound together. And that sounds like such an old man thing to say, but I, I don't mean that in a in a uh, in the the sense of like, oh, all the music these days sounds is the same. As much as like everything sounds like you said, overly produced. Like it is. There's so 700 that's not people an opinion. making a song, you know, type of thing uh, versus like you know, a dude who decides to make a song and then even you go, you know, you go watch it live and a string breaks and you're there for that. You know, that was a real thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that you can, you can tell. And I think most people can. So, yeah. uh, so that's unfortunate in that regard. I think for certain types of games, it'll make sense, but I really hope for big budget games, they still have someone compose it because that would be a really, um, I'd hate to see that just die, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the AI stuff, uh, I think in certain uh, places it's cool. Like, uh, and I'm not in sports games, but the example they gave with like the like the commentary and announcements and stuff like that uh, being driven by an AI, I think is really really cool. Uh, especially if you're into those kind of games, then you're more so getting that like TV experience, um, but you get to be part of it, and I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that that I didn't mention anything on that. That will be amazing when they have even like, OK, so like Forza Horizon three and four are some of the only games ever that say my name. Yeah. Which is weird for me. Right. No, not mine, in the but. future, you're going to be able to type in your name and it'll probably be able to pronounce it or learn to pronounce it and be able to actively talk to you mm-hmm. based off an algorithm, which is amazing. And we're not that far from that. We're like no. five years from that tops. So that's really fucking cool. It is cool. Um, and then I think in fighting games too, as long as like you said, they get the balance, right. Um, for someone like me, I'm not really into playing other people. And a huge part of that is because I know on the other end, there's another person and they're probably super competitive and I'm not. And the whole time I'm just like, I 
feel like I'm wasting their time. Yeah. (laughs) It's also double-edged sword because the way fighting games now are and have been since the beginning of time, a lot of them you can tell um, are following a scripted algorithm that sometimes, and people always bitch when they fight computer in, in in a fighting game, They'll fight like one match and and they's got they's kicked its ass. Yeah. And then the next one is fuck it just goes and just kills you real quick. Right. And that's definitely a scripting thing. Right. And somewhere in that script, it's like okay, you need to be a little harder, and it goes okay and it starts fucking destroying you. Or like um, you'll be in the middle of a match and it seems like it's going okay, and then all of a sudden they get crazy on you or they dumb down. Yeah. And that's something that that AI could help with. For but sure. then with the AI thing, you know. There's good and bad. It has to feel human. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to be too good. You don't want to always be playing your friend who's better than you. Right. Because that will ruin your fucking experience. Yeah. So it's really fucking tough. Yeah. Um, And that's pretty much it. Uh, The the last part here where they talk about making game design easier for um, the people making the games. That's happening more and more every day anyways. Uh, Yeah. And like most fields out there not to get too into the the futurist stuff you know technology is going to make everything easier and easier and less and less people are gonna have to do it so yeah um that's pretty much what this is uh you can have your own opinions on that i think it has you have chevy's to- permission to have an opinion on this <laughs> well i just i'm just saying that as much as because i'm not going to get too deep into to that aspect of it. i will uh, but i do think there are um some good some good and some bad traits to that song. There's good and bad for sure. So I was thinking about this also, just like the music thing. So one thing that's that that you'll see in indie games, it's always really appreciated, is art design. Yeah. People look at something that's handcrafted and they'll fucking notice it. And AI will be able to replicate that at some point, but I'm skeptical on if it'll be able to create on its own something with a personal like soul to it. Not to say anything like actual soul, but like something, some specific thing about it that will stand out and not just copy what works with other things. Um, And I think that will still stand out from people who are actually designing their own shit versus people who allow the algorithm to work on on things. So uh, Ubisoft has created many, many games in the last like five years, six years that are open world games with a lot of uh, different uh, biomes and mountain ranges and stuff like that. And every time I play one of these games, I've been thinking like, how are they accomplishing this so quickly? It's gotta be something within their engine that allows them to output uh, random, but well-designed landscapes quickly based off of a couple parameters. I guarantee it. I'm not an insider or whatever, but I guarantee that their engine that they're making games like Steep, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, AC, Odyssey, all these games have a very similar feel when it comes to the landscapes. It feels like an algorithm created those landscapes quickly and they built onto them quickly, which is smart. But at the same time, I don't look at a lot of the land or the, the landscapes in those games and go, holy shit. I just look at the vastness of it and go, wow, this mountain range is insane. Yeah. But it still feels very like when I played Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is a completely different game than Steep, I felt like I was almost playing the same game because I was looking at the mountain range. I'm like, I feel like if I had a snowboard, I'd be playing Steep right now. It's really weird. And that's fine because it allows them to get games out faster. But I know a lot of people also bitch about take your time, stop 
pumping these games out so fast because fucking you know they start getting boring quickly. Um, and I know with this AI uh, thing, they're going to be doing pretty much the same thing. I'm sure Ubisoft in some way is already using something like that. Like I said, they have to have something in their engine that's allowing them to pump out these games that quickly because to actually uh, develop that takes a while to actually like um, um, design those areas. Uh, you play like an id game. I mean, they design every little fucking piece of everything you go into an area it's like hand fucking designed by people they drew it out all this shit um and a lot of ubisoft games you can tell it just kind of was made i mean i've played i've i've used fucking map editors where you can randomly generate terrain and shit mm. and then just build onto it um and it makes complete sense on a on a production scale but it takes away from I mean, I haven't played an Ubisoft game where I, I think about, you know, a place I had visited, essentially. Some of the locations in, like, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, the buildings and stuff. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. But never, like, the landscapes. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but there are games that I've played where I was just, like, looking at stuff and going, like, wow, this is amazing looking. Um, so when I think about an AI doing that, taking away some of the development from them to make it easier for them for a company like like ea yeah it sounds fucking right up their alley less work they gotta do for sure makes complete sense but i also feel like we're gonna get more cookie cutter fucking games so we're gonna get into another area where we're gonna start getting the same shit over and over again and we're gonna have to get out of that again um it's all in waves, you know, fucking all games start feeling the same. Everybody's bitching. Then we start getting some new IPs and then it all starts kind of feeling the same again. I feel like we're going to run into that here soon. Once they start using this stuff more often. Um, the advantage I think we have this time though, is that the indie scene is already big. Mm-hmm. And so when the AAA games do all start kind of doing that thing again, um, you're not waiting. There's going to be less of that wait for someone to come out and bring that thing. They're already doing it. It's just going to find people probably playing less AAA games and moving more back to the indie again. There are people, obviously, who just play indie and stuff like well, that. Well, so but like, the indies aren't using that technology. So this, that's what I'm not... I'm not worried about the indies doing that. I'm worried no, no. about these guys depending on it too much. And that becoming more and more accessible to other companies, even mid-tier companies that start doing that. Right. And I don't think... And I'm saying on... I'm not even complaining about people doing it. I'm saying... It's something that we got to think about when it's coming up because there are companies that are not going to do it. I can't see fucking Naughty Dog going and letting a fucking AI just build everything for them. I can see them using it for AIs in games like enemies and shit like that. Maybe companions that will uh, act in ways that they never have before. But like a company like Naughty Dog is not going to fucking let some algorithm build their worlds for them. I can't see it. They're too much. They're too into it. To, to want to produce something that quickly. But but like an EA, an Activision, an Ubisoft, fuck yeah, they're going to let something just build a huge world with all this crazy shit and different mission types and stuff like that that they don't have to think about. They don't have to put time into. They just have people you know, working on character models, writing stories and shit until the AI can fucking do that. Yeah, well, I'm going through and, and making adjustments perhaps to, to make it feel a little less computer-made as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's going to be crazy to see what happens. So. Yeah. The, we could talk about this all fucking night. I could go on forever. So, you got anything else to say? No. I mean, yes, but no. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do I. <laughs> like, my brain's just like, Ugh. Uh, Let us know in the comments, what do you think about Project Atlas, EA's 1,000-person uh, project? Uh, we think about the future of gaming. What do you think about cloud-based gaming? What do you about sh- 
think about streaming gaming, we think about AIs in gaming, whether that be AIs that are in the game interacting with you or AIs that are developing your games. What do you think about music essentially being made by AI or algorithmic processing? Um, and what's your general thoughts on the future of gaming as a whole? And yeah, I'm dying to to know where you guys stand on that but um that's gonna do it for this episode of tasty Tuesday on tasty luke gaming as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on tumblr twitter and facebook at tasty luke gaming we went way longer than i thought we would uh what did i say tasty luke gaming websites yeah twitter tumblr and facebook um Check me out on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. Uh, hit the notification button to know when I go live. Um, we have a Discord link down below. Click that. Talk to us anytime, all the time. Um, and uh, podcasts, podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, save some data, listen to us on your way to work or school or wherever the hell. And if you want to watch us, we are on YouTube. All of our episodes are filmed. Uh, Tasty Loot Gaming. Uh, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until next episode, this weekend, after last week, I need a fucking break. Last week, we did like five episodes. Too many. Yeah. So I might do some streams this week, though. But until then, have a great week, guys, and take it easy.